Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 85. Thank you for being here on this Monday, December 5th, 2022, coming up to the end of the year. Hope you're well. Uh, took a little break the past week, just very busy with holiday stuff and family and couldn't find some time to do this, so here we are. Now, first up, the elections are almost wrapped up, which I feel silly saying that because it's actually December and we really not done with the elections. The Georgia runoff is finishing up today and it looks like it's in the favor for Warnock so far, but the Republicans control the House and it looks like the Democrats may have an edge in the Senate. So that's where we are. Secondly, as for distractions in the media recently, they've been plenty. Now, you've probably heard of the FTX collapse, the crypto exchange that had some dealings with Alameda Research, another kind of financial thing, and a lot of money went missing, a lot of people lost their stuff over it, and pretty much uh, it's a Ponzi scheme, and... If you don't remember, by a guy named Bertie Madoff, uh, he ran a pretty long Ponzi scheme and ended up in jail. But nowadays, I think you get rewarded for that kind of stuff, especially with this FTX thing, because this thing only lasted from 2019 till this year, and billions of dollars went disappearing and missing and what does the mainstream media do is they start interviewing uh, Sam Bankman Freed about what happened. The guy sitting in Bahamas, uh, just hanging out. God knows how much money he has stashed away. But the New York Times does this piece, a very serious piece about, you know, what happened. And now the Wall Street Journal just did a piece on him. And he's doing all these interviews and not sitting in jail. This to me makes it seems that the powers that be are trying to kill crypto or you can't really kill crypto. Well, you can't kill uh, Bitcoin uh, or blockchain that's there. But what they're trying to do, I think, is either scare the public so we can they can get rid of it or, you know, dissuade people from kind of doing it or they're trying to dissuade people from doing it with exchanges and they want to bring in the, you know, central bank digital currency. Now, FTX was an exchange, but the whole scam happened with, they made their own token, which is like their own crypto coin. Uh, So now when they report on this, they say crypto, crypto, and everybody kind of associates that with Uh, Bitcoin, and it gives it a bad name. But you can't kill the blockchain, you can't kill Bitcoin. uh, And but they're really trying to do a good job on it. Uh, I don't see why this this guy should be sitting in jail. There was fiat currency exchanged for Bitcoin and uh, over leveraged and there's probably SEC stuff in there. Uh, So I don't know, that's what it seems like to me. Next distraction we have is Elon Musk and Twitter. So Elon Musk uh, has all these Twitter files and he gives them to a journalist named Matt Taibbi, which is a pretty decent journalist. He's a little left-leaning, but he is an actual journalist. 
and he let out a thread on Twitter about how the previous Twitter uh, management uh, suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story before the 2020 elections. Now, this story uh, is actually pretty much uncovered when this first happened. If you only just got out of the mainstream media a little bit and did a little deeper dive on some more conservative sites, you would find out that they were saying this the whole time. And now when Twitter, Elon Musk released it, it's like this whole big thing. Well, nothing happened back then. What do you think is going to happen now? The Twitter files even show that the DNC was giving Twitter tweets to look over, quote unquote, look over and see if they're within their like rules. And they're like, you know, once they got them, those tweets were banned or the people were banned or it was labeled misinformation or something. So basically caught red handed. But if these people are so clever and determined to suppress this information, you would think that they would take a like a play from Hillary Clinton and wipe these emails or it's just something like stuck on the internet and you can never get anything off the internet except for Hillary Clinton's emails that the server she had on. But uh, it's strange to me. Yeah, if you know you were being bought out by Elon Musk, like why would all this stuff be available to Elon Musk? You would kind of really do a good job to try to scrub everything. So that makes me a little more suspicious also about this whole story, why it's coming out with Elon Musk. But this is probably the best time to drop all this stuff or report on all this stuff because the Christmas is coming up. And people are wrapped up in buying presents, getting ready for the holidays, trying to stay away from the media so they can be in a better mood and focus on better times and the holidays. So why not just let this all out? It'll people it'll go away in a week and the new year will be here and business as usual. And on top of the holidays, there's people are more distractions with the World Cup going on right now. There's two games a day right now, and everybody's just focused on that. And you can get away with anything you want pretty much right now. No one's really paying attention to behind the scenes stuff. And since everyone's still distracted and busy with holiday and the World Cup, uh, Pfizer's looking to the FDA to approve the next shot for kids under 12 or 5. For this COVID shot, will we ever be out of this pandemic? Even the Chinese people are revolting against the government for the zero COVID po uh, policies they have enacted still. And supposedly they uh, went back on some of these policies to ease up. But come on, it's two years. Nobody's dying. People have been saying it so long. Once the government takes away some liberties it's nearly damn impossible to get it back. Like you have to, pri they don't like giving away power. They don't like giving away control. Any normal person would said, hey, we're out of this, you know, do your thing, eat healthy, wash your hands and, and be on your way. We made it through. But these people are just evil. They're not to be trusted. Um, you know, nothing is changing back. They're just keeping the power keeping this medical tyranny going. 
So the people have to fight back. And recently, uh, they passed the House and the Senate passed this uh, same-sex marriage act. Um, so basically, this is an attack on religion and churches. Saying the government saying now, well, everybody has to respect same-sex marriages. Which, if you believe in some religion that doesn't believe in same-sex marriages, that's an issue. So here's a report on uh, a lady kind of fighting back. Arguments in a major case on the clash between LGBTQ rights and faith. The case centers around Colorado web designer and conservative evangelical Christian Lori Smith, who opposes same-sex marriage. Smith wants to be able to turn away LGBT couples without penalty and is challenging a Colorado law that forbids discrimination based on sexual orientation. It's a law the high court did take up in 2018 with the case of a Colorado baker who turned away a same-sex couple asking for a wedding cake. But that was a narrow ruling, and it dodged the larger question of the law. This case is going before a notably more right-leaning Supreme Court as well, and it comes with the House about to send a same-sex marriage bill to the president's desk. Joining me now from the Supreme Court, NBC News Washington correspondent, correspondent Yamish Alcindor. I think it's worth noting, Yamish, that Smith hasn't actually refused couples and hasn't been punished, right? But what is her basis then for bringing this case? That's right, Chris, and good morning. What she is saying is that she wants to, Lori Smith, that is the owner of this 303 Creative, which is a website designing and creating company, she's saying she wants to preemptively sue the state of Colorado, which is what she did, because she wants to be able to be told that she won't be sanctioned if she wants to create wedding websites for couples that are of opposite sex, but not of same sex, because she says her religious beliefs oppose same sex marriage. Now, listening to these oral arguments, which are underway right now, has been fascinating, and they've gotten contentious. Here's Justice Sotomayor really questioning pretty pointedly the lawyer for Lori Smith. Take a listen. How about people who don't believe in interracial marriage? Or about people who don't believe that disabled people should get married? What's, where's the line? I choose to serve whom I want if I disagree with their personal characteristics like race or disability, I can choose not to sell to those people. Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson was also asking a pointed question, asking the lawyer for Lori Smith whether or not it would be okay if a photographer said, I want to photograph only white children with a Santa because I want to harken back to the 1950s and to a certain period in American history where only white families would be photographed. Now, the lawyer for Lori Smith has been saying that there are lines to this, but that overall creative expression and free speech should not be something that the government should be able to force you and compel you to do. So a very interesting case and one that could have a big consequence Chris. All right. So I want to point out one thing that stuck out in me and all that whole thing is that Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor is mumbling through a mask. And I'm supposed to take her rulings or decisions on Supreme Court cases seriously when she's sitting there in a mask two years during a pandemic that doesn't exist. Come on, man. We're done as a country. Now, as for the case, if you don't want to sell anything to somebody, then don't. You're just cutting your profits out. But I know where this is going. This is going with, they mentioned it, with the same-sex marriage bill. So this might repeal that same-sex marriage bill. The government can't tell you who and who not to like. It's not, it's not possible. It's fake. 
It's, this is all made up. This is all control. We're going to get to the point where everybody's just going to be a victim of everybody. You're not going to be able to speak to anyone. Somewhere you're going to offend somebody and everybody's going to... This is, this is actually in the Supreme Court. Do you believe this? In the Supreme Court, this, this thing about same sex and somebody selling, making something for the same sex couple. Is this where we're at as a country? Things must be too good. And as for business owners out there, if you feel that there's something you don't want to do for a client or somebody asks, a customer comes in, all you have to say is, uh, I appreciate you looking into our business for this product or service, but I think we, I, I feel that we can't serve you as best. I would recommend you finding another business. And that's it. Leave it at that. They don't, you don't have to answer why, like, I don't have experience or I can't. You just, that's it. You just refuse the service, you know, that's all. Or if you want to be most direct, you just say, listen, we're swamped with work. I won't be able to get to your product in, in like a long time. Give them like a long lead time and hit them with a high price. That's what people usually do. Contractors are notorious for doing that. If you like home improvement, if they're really busy and you ask them for a job and they really have no time or they don't want to do it, they'll just give you a big lead time and they'll give you an insane price. So it works good both ways. Uh, if you say yes, they get paid for a job that's not as worth as much you're willing to pay and they don't have to rush. But usually if they give you this lead time and give you an insane price, that means they really don't want the job and they're just telling you to go away. And speaking of going away, it's time for me to get out of here. Thanks for joining me. I am your host, Anthony T. This is Static Podcast. You could reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. This is a value for value podcast. Get yourself a podcasting 2.0 compliant app at newpodcastapps.com. Uh, you can stream Satoshi's, Boostergram, Bitcoin. There's no ads here. We like freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, big thing right now. You hear it, right? Uh, thank you for joining me again, and I will hope to see you next week.